Hey guys, it's a wonderful week to dig into scripture, especially Luke. Carter here. I'm so thankful for this ministry because of the like-minded guys that study the scripture together and learn from each other and encourage each other on and off the baseball field. This week, we're looking deeper into week four of the Luke Journal, which starts with chapter five, and we have a longtime volunteer with us, Reed Glover. So, so thankful to have him here. Um, Jesus is continuing on in his ministry, and we're going to look deeper into what Christ means about bearing good and bad fruit in the world. So let's dive in. Our vision is to give every baseball player around the world the opportunity to hear the gospel of Jesus Christ, respond to the message, and grow in the relationship with Jesus Christ. Everyone who competes in the games goes into strict training. They do it to get a crown that will not last, but we do it to get a crown that will last forever. This is the Training for an Eternal Crown podcast with Full Count Ministries. Good morning, Reed. Thanks for joining morning, me on the man. podcast this morning. Uh, well, it's kind of, I don't know what to, to call it for you. You've been up all night. Man, you're frozen. <laughs> you froze. You're like, I was like, <laughs> I was almost, I was about to take a screen shot of you. Well, we're we're back, so it's okay. Do you want to do you want right. to start over, <laughs> or uh, it doesn't matter. We'll just, Let's just roll we'll with just it. keep rolling. I'm in Georgia and Reed's up in uh, Hendersonville, Gallatin. Are you in Hendersonville or Gallatin? Gallatin, yeah, whatever. Gallatin, yeah. Same Kinda old, same thing. Out in the you're out in the sticks almost, really. <laughs> yeah, I'm borderline Cotton Town, <laughs> so I, we barely even have internet to begin with. Yeah, we might have a few hiccups here, so uh, just bear with us. But I just want to tell you a little bit about Reed. Reed is just so involved in full count. He has done pretty much everything in the ministry that you can think think of. He's led D groups, been uh, a coach in the fall league, been on mission. Uh, how many years on mission have you have you been? Um, uh, I want to say six, six years. this year would have been seven if it hadn't been canceled. I think so. Yeah. yeah roughly. Pretty much every year that I've been, I feel like you've been on a, on a mission trip and you're a board member, which you're the youngest board member. So, uh, that's pretty cool. <laughs> what does it feel like being a That's man? why I grow the facial hair out. <laughs> yeah. Grow the facial hair out. So it gives me a couple extra years. Yeah, you've got a good, all those guys are bald though. So Kind of gives it away. You've got a good uh, Doc Holiday style thing going on there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Man, it's so good to have you on. I'm I'm glad that we're getting to talk through Luke this morning. Let's do it, man. All right. So at the end of week three, Jesus is giving us the blessings and woes, which is a direct reflection of Matthew five when Jesus is talking about the Beatitudes. And we know that in these ancient texts in Scripture, um, especially during this time period, um, Jason Beckner actually in the app, in the messenger part of the app, shared a really good resource that talks about this. Uh, when they introduced Luke in this uh, version video that he shared, um, these guys can pull from one another. So Luke and Matthew, um, Luke might have used... A little bit of Matthew to to write Luke and that's okay that's perfectly okay um, he's just getting 
uh, like it like it says at the beginning, uh, putting an orderly account together and being word for word wasn't really a huge deal as long as he had the essential teachings of what Jesus is actually saying. He's communicating the ideas uh, and sharing those. Um, so Jesus is addressing this crowd, and at the beginning of week four, uh, we're uh, continuing on in the teaching. And he's talking about loving your enemies. And he's really turning the upside the world. He's really turning the world upside down with what he's saying. He's uh, not only talking about how you are to love the ones close to you and the people that love you, but loving people that hate you. And that's that's super countercultural even today. And Jesus is not only talking the talk, he's not only teaching, but he's walking the walk. He's, uh, he's giving the Pharisees uh, just a little bit of his time, even though he shouldn't be. <laughs> for, for a lot of us, we would be frustrated if we we're in the same position as Jesus, but he is giving his uh, time and attention to them. He's addressing what they're saying. He's giving them, um, he's, at, he's answering their questions. And he's loving them in that way, um, but uh, overall, in in this these couple chapters, I see his authority, power, and wisdom as he's sharing these things and he's walking in his authority, power, and wisdom. Uh, people respond in their faith. Um, they're they're faithful and they're praised for that. Jesus uh, praises their faith sometimes in in this part, and sometimes he's very unimpressed with how they believe and he's kind of scolding them at times um so read what are some things that you have seen in these couple chapters that these guys can be mindful of as they read the daily readings this week yeah you get more of jesus's teaching really and it's really direct i think whenever we think of jesus's teaching we think about a lot of his parables and the things that only those who have the Spirit can really understand and grasp and take with them. But here, Jesus really is blunt in his teaching. And I think it's a neat perspective, especially from Luke, who really wasn't a disciple, but just someone who gathered all these stories. You kind of hear the interpretations almost of those stories in a different way. And so that was something I enjoyed this week. You know, you get, obviously, the fruit in people's lives and building a solid foundation that will go on. But then, like you mentioned, talks about loving our enemies, judging others, all those things that I think we appreciate so much about Jesus's ministry. Um, and this is kind of one of the more direct times that he's he's teaching in the Gospels. Mm, yeah, I think that, yeah, that's really good. Is there anything uh, else you think that guys need to, to look for um, coming up? You know, like you mentioned, there's a lot of hard teaching in here that you walk away not feeling really good about yourself. But you got to remember Jesus' teachings always have that silver lining of grace. Mm. Um, and that's hard to look for sometimes, but I think it's a consistent theme throughout week four going through the full count journal of Luke. Like God's grace and, and Christ's grace is still very evident in this. And he wouldn't even be teaching these things if he didn't love us and care about us enough to do so. So I think that's also important to keep in the back of your mind. You're going to get beat up a little bit this week. But know that it's kind of like working out. Like you're gonna be sore, but a couple weeks later you'll be looking at your six pack. Hopefully, glad that you went through it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is kind of the first time we see Jesus actually 
interacting with Gentiles and not just the Jewish people. And so that's kind of something to keep in the back of your mind too, just kind of the different cultures and the way that Christ is really countercultural and crossing those those cultural boundaries uh, with the gospel. So that's something to keep in mind, especially as you get into chapter seven on week four. All right, Reed, let's look at the highlight for this week. It's titled Fruit Trees, which is on it's on page 50 of the physical copy of the journal, if you have that. It's uh, Luke 6, 43 through 49, if you want to turn to that in your Bible. Um, Reed, what are the things that we can uh, focus on when we're teaching these guys this week through this highlight? Yeah, you know what I love about this highlight is it's not situational, so it's not like this is only going to apply to certain areas of your life or certain situations you might come into, this is foundational for your walk with Christ. This is a building block, something that you can take with you every single day, every single moment of your walk with the Lord. And even though these are kind of, they seem contrasting at first when you read them, you have one teaching about fruit and trees and what kind of fruit that trees bear. And you have another that's about more of like a building, like a foundation. What What's a good foundation? What is one that that falls apart, but these really, these really go hand in hand to me. Um, you think about a, a tree that bears good fruit, like, like we read, uh, and even in verse 44, each tree is recognized by its own fruit. In verse 45, the good man brings good things out of the good stored up in his heart. Um, you know, if you think about a good tree, it's got deep roots, and I think that goes along with a foundation. Uh, whenever we go down to verse 48, it says, he is like a man building a house who dug down deep and laid the foundation on rock. When a flood came, the torrent struck that house but could not shake it because it was well built. And I think I think those go hand in hand. I think if, whenever we look at our lives, if it's fruit that is uh, nourishing, if it's fruit that spreads and gives has seeds that, that plant other trees, it's because we have deep roots, not just roots that are superficial and that can be torn up and cause us to wither, but they're roots that can get down to the to the minerals and the nutrients deep in the soil and that, that you don't really even see on the surface. Uh, so I think that's that's something you can connect between the two that I think is important to take away. Um is that one, these are these transcend all areas of your walk with the Lord. But two, these these really go hand in hand. A good tree that bears good fruit has deep roots. That's a really good thing to remember. I think one thing that you mentioned really briefly, and I want to just kind of piggyback off what you said, is that when when you get fruit, when you produce fruit in your life, it carries a seed with it. People will taste that uh, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control, what we see in Galatians uh, chapter 5. But it also, like, when they take the fruit, of that and when they take the fruit of uh, a real Christian walk they're taking that seed and that seeds planted and mm. hopefully yeah. that that'll grow into more fruit and like it's just a perpetual thing and I think would be really good to share that kind of analogy with our D groups is that when you have fruit in your life it it doesn't stop there it's like a wave that kind of like ripples out you know oh yeah and and you mentioned Matthew 13 you know it's in our that's in the spotlight down there at the bottom is Matthew 13, 1 through 9. And I loved verse 8. Whenever I was studying it this week, 
verse 8 just stuck out like a sore thumb to me. And it says, Still other seed fell on good soil where it produced a crop a hundred, sixty, or thirty times what was sown. And that, man, that just, that fired me up because that's exactly what you were saying. Like, guys, don't miss this in your D groups. Like, your fruit can hold the seeds to another person's good, nourishing fruit. And that's not something because you're good and you make good fruit. It's because God is gracious enough to let us take part in that. And he's gracious enough to plant us on good soil. And so don't miss that this week. I think we take that for granted, that we're really just trying to make sure that our fruit's okay and that we're in a good spot. We got enough shade. We got enough nutrients, enough water coming to us. But guys, you guys, your fruit holds the seeds to another's good fruit. Not just not just get them by and get them started, but like fruit that lasts and fruit that is nourishing to the soul. And uh, that just, that fired me up this week when I read that. Mm, yeah, I like that. And also, I think would it would be really good for our D groups to do is uh, to really stress that we're not the ones that actually um, do a whole lot of the work. Uh, God is the one who sends the rain. Uh, if we take this analogy even further, he sends the rain. He provides the soil for us. Um, he does so much. I mean, the light, the sunlight. Um, we're only a seed, and uh, all that nourishment uh, is used to, to produce that fruit. And we do very, very little, and that can be very humbling to think about, uh, and can really, uh, help us to, to take away our pride, uh, just to think about that. But another thing I was thinking about through all of this is that, um, maybe an analogy that you can share with your D groups is that there's those guys, you know, that, uh, kind of look, uh, look like they're baseball players, but they may dress the right way. They may uh, have the, the flat bill, you know. Uh, these days they wear kind of shorter shorts than we did when we were uh, in high school or college. And um, they, they look the part. They, um, but they don't put in the, the time and effort and work. And when you really need to depend on them for a, a thing in the game, like a, a hit here or there, moving a run over, runner over, they're not in a real good position to do that because they're just looking looking the part. Yeah. You know, they're not they're not being the part. And we need to be self-aware, like ask God to reveal those parts in us where we're uh we need to be vulnerable before him and just say, "Hey, uh shine some light in my heart and show me where I'm putting on a show." Kind of like the Pharisees did when they dressed nicely mm. they had the white robes and uh, looked the part they had the outside of the cup clean as jesus was talking about but the inside was dirty um we need to really focus on that i think uh, when we read this and see that uh, jesus uh, is clearly defining good and bad fruit are we producing good fruit or are we producing bad fruit and am i just looking the part or am i being the part baseball analogy my mind my mind went back to little league when we still had the metal bats you know like everyone had to make sure they got the newest bat that had the loudest pop and <laughs> it felt like if your swing was kind of bad or if your batting average is bad oh like my metal bat was starting to wear out i need to get a new one you know but like the bat doesn't fix a hitter like if you're a bad hitter a good bat isn't gonna make any better and if you're a good hitter it doesn't matter what kind of bat you have you're going to get hits and you're going to be productive. And I think about the same thing, like 
you can't hide a tree can't hide uh can't hide its fruit like if it's a bad tree it's not gonna bear bad fruit you can dress it up and put some fake stuff on there or try to like make it look right but if it's a bad tree you're not gonna be able to hide that and i think i think that that metal bad analogy i might be speaking it might be a play i'm showing my own cards there uh from just personal experience but (laughs) but that's what i think of like if if you're a bad hitter uh it doesn't matter what kind of bat you get it's not gonna fix it oh yeah you uh you paused there oh dang it (laughs) Yeah, we were doing good. We were we were rolling. We're doing so good. Uh, all right, Reed. We're we're gonna move into the challenge for this week. Uh, for those guys that are that are reading with us, that are reading this highlight, uh, what is a challenge that they can take away that they can they can put into practice this week? I think a good challenge, just that even stuck out to me while I was reading, was yeah, I have some. You know, when I look at my tree, I have some fruit that's good and some fruit that's nourishing and productive, but also have bad fruit that I need to address and repent from and deal with. I think it's easy just to get a basket full of good fruit and move on with our day and ignore the bad. But uh, I think we also need to deal with the bad. And it it brought to mind Revelation 3, verses uh, 15 through 16. He says, I know your deeds, that you're neither neither cold nor hot, I wish that you were either one or the other. So because you're lukewarm, neither hot nor cold, I'm about to spit you out of my mouth. Like, I think God wants us to be all in. He wants all our roots to be deep. He doesn't want half our roots to be deep and half our roots to be shallow. He doesn't want us to just kind of take the easy path. Wherever we can have deep roots, have deep roots. And wherever we can't, we just settle. I think God wants all of us and he wants all of our lives and all of our devotion to him. And so I would challenge you guys in your D groups this week to you know, address that fruit that's ugly and that you don't like looking at and give it to the Lord and repent from it because that's what he's calling you to. That's what he wants from you. He wants you to have deep roots and he wants to nourish you in a sustaining way for the rest of eternity. That's really good. Maybe a good practical thing that they can do as a group is to get the guys to write down maybe some good things that they think, all right, this is producing good fruit. I'm going to continue with these, but uh, write down those things that they do struggle with. And if they're even open to it, sharing that with the group so that they can pray for them, uh, figure out ways that they can uh, prune that uh, a little bit uh, this week. Yeah, that's a good word. That's a really so, good word. Thank you so much, Reed, for, for coming on, uh, especially uh, right after a work day. you got to be exhausted. And uh, – Go get some rest, man. (laughs) Get some sleep. Hey, I appreciate you having me on. It was a blast. Thank you, Reed. Thank you so much. And thank you guys for tuning into the podcast. I hope it's helpful every week as we bring more guys in to the podcast so you can see things from a different perspective maybe. Uh, I think it's going to be super helpful coming up in the next few weeks. Um, And uh, especially as you reach out to these guys, as you reach out to these baseball players that are – uh, getting deeper into the season. Their season's about to start, some of them. Uh, they're getting some scrimmages going. Um, and as the weeks go on, they're going to get busier and busier. And they might think a little less about meeting up over uh, the Luke Journal. So it's going to get harder. Uh, but just know one thing, that as you continue to develop those relationships with those guys, the, the best thing that you can do 
is pray for them. And then to let them know that you're praying for them is huge. And I hope that you're doing that. I hope that you say something like, hey, I remember this that you shared with me earlier this year. I'm still praying about that. How is that going? That goes so far in your relationship. And it shows them uh, Christ in you. Um, that you care about them and that you want them to produce that good fruit. Ultimately, you can you can remember this, that God is going to water them. He's going to provide the soil. He's going to provide everything for them. He's going to do most of the work, but he's going he's gonna to choose you to do some of that work. So bear some of that responsibility. Go out, uh, call them, text them, uh, get them to D-group as, as much as you can. And when they can't, let them know that you care. Uh, we care about you, so reach out to us uh, if you have any questions. If you need prayer, if you need anything, please reach out to us through the public messaging channel on the app. I'd love for you guys to send pictures or uh, just an encouragement uh, what is going on in your D groups. I want to hear from you guys. Uh, I know Jacob does too, uh, some of the staff. And uh, that would be super helpful for all of the volunteers to hear what's going on in your D group. So thank you so much. Hope you have a blessed week. We hope you have enjoyed this episode of the Training for an Eternal Crown podcast. You can visit our website for more resources and also find this podcast on all major platforms. Full Count Ministries exists to create disciples using the game of baseball. We are a non-profit ministry, and if you have benefited from this resource, we would encourage you to consider donating to the cause to reach every baseball player with the gospel, giving them the opportunity to respond to the gospel, and then to grow in the relationship with Jesus. Please like, subscribe, and share this podcast so that you can play a part in accomplishing the mission that God has put on our hearts for baseball players around the globe.